The CBS Radio Mystery Theater presents... frequently used four-letter word in the English language? Guess again, if you said love. The answer is work. And now work means more than just a job or an activity. Work has become a criterion. So often, while contemplating a course of action, don't so many of us ask, will it work? Not. Is it right? And, of course, that's the problem. Many things work. And if you will pardon my grammar, while they may work well, they don't work good. Back then, who were you? Well, I keep telling you, I, I don't know. You mean you don't remember anything? Nothing. I can tell by your accent you're from the East. We could ask the sheriff to check for missing person. No, no, I, I don't want to do that. Is there a possibility that you might have done something... Criminal? Wrong? Yes. If I did, would it matter to you? Our mystery drama, Flashpoint, was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Sam Dan and stars Paul Hecht. I'll be back shortly with Act One. Hiring a professional plumber is a costly way to handle plumbing repairs. But thanks to True Value Hardware Stores, it's not the only way. Hi, Pat Summerall to say now they offer their own master plumber parts and fittings that lets you save by making professional-type repairs yourself. Installation is easy because every quality master plumber part comes with step-by-step -step instructions. And right now, their single-handle washerless kitchen faucet is just $29.95, exclusively at participating True Value Hardware Stores. Monday on CBS TV. Benjamin is back for a new season of laughs with Colonel Fielding, Captain Lewis, and all the gang. Oh, hey, hubba hubba, want a party? She's got a new job, and the Army's sure she'll be the best. Even Benjamin can't mess it up. But you can be sure you'll be watching the best in comedy on Private Benjamin, Mondays at 8.30, 7.30 Central and Mountain on CBS TV.
scientific definition describes the flashpoint as the lowest temperature at which the vapor of a volatile oil will burst into flame. So much for oils and chemicals. But we human beings are also made up of some highly volatile and combustible materials. Each one of us has a flashpoint. Given the right conditions or the wrong ones, off we go. Consider Mr. Harvey Talbot. He is 46 years old and the number two man in a large manufacturing company. He has power, position, and prestige. But begrudge him not. He worked hard and sacrificed much to get there. Miss Raider. Miss Raider. Miss Raider. Oh, she's got to be out there. Has the woman gone deaf? Ah, there you are. Miss Raider, didn't you hear me buzz? Yes, I heard you. Well, why didn't you answer? Is something wrong? Yes, everything. Now, if you're not feeling well, go to the dispensary. They can't help me. All right, Miss Raider, please come into my office. What for? Because I ask you to. Uh, now, uh, come along, close the door. Miss Raider, are you having some sort of personal problem? Yes. All right, please sit down. Thank you. Well? Well, you don't know what to say to me, do you? Do you know how long I have been your secretary? Uh, well, how long? Fifteen years. And we have never spoken a single word to each other that was not concerned with the business of the office. Oh, yes, we say good morning, good evening, have a pleasant weekend, Merry Christmas. You're obviously not feeling well, Miss Raider. Miss Raider, Miss Raider, Mr. Hurley calls his secretary Julia. All right, I'll call you by your first name if you like. You don't even know what it is. I do, it's, it's Doreen. From now on, I shall address you as Doreen. And if you care to... You may call me Harvey. No. Mr. Talbot and Miss Raider sets exactly the right tone for people like you and me. Cool, correct, and completely impersonal. That's why we were able to work together so well. And we have worked well together, haven't we, Mr. Talbot? Yes, you're, you're very good indeed. Well, that's because I'm completely devoted to your interests. I know that. You see, an important man like yourself and his secretary in a true sense, must conspire together against the rest of the world. Well, that's what the word secretary means, doesn't it? One who shares a secret? A secretary must tell lies for her boss, oh, but in a beautiful way. I know, Miss Raider, how well I know. Oh, Mr. Talbot, what's to become of me? I'm 61 years old. Where will I get another job? Another job? Miss Rader, what are you talking about? You found someone else to be your secretary. Well, what makes you think I want someone else to be my... Because you haven't asked me to go with you. Go with me where? To wherever it is you're going. I'm not going anywhere. Oh, please don't lie to me. About what? You've taken another job with another company. Whatever gave you that idea? Because you're leaving. Now, look here, Miss... I thought I would die of embarrassment. Julia Tanich, Mr. Halley's secretary, said to me just ten minutes ago, she said the girls would give me a farewell party. A what? She said, now that Mr. Talbot is leaving... Oh, and of course he's taking you with him, isn't he? And I said, 
How do you know Mr. Talbot is leaving? And what did she say? She said she heard Mr. Hurley talking on his private line, and he said he expected to have Harvey Talbot's resignation by the end of the month. Jim Hurley's secretary told you this? Yes, and she asked me where you were going. And that's how I found out I was no longer your secretary. Oh, Mr. Talbot, Mr. Talbot, please take me with uh, you. Miss Rader, would you please? Working with you is my whole life. Miss Rader. Oh, pay me less. I'll I, I, take a cut. I don't need the money. Miss Hannage, tell Big Jim I'm coming up to see him. <laughs> Busy, Jim? Oh, come on in. Oh, what can I do for you, Harv? I don't know, Jim. What are you trying to do? Do? Yes, I understand. You expect to have my resignation by the end of the month. Oh. Yes, I don't think I care for that answer, Jim. It isn't exactly a denial, is it? Well, I guess you better resign, Harv. Why? Because if you don't, you'll be fired. And then all you'll be entitled to is two weeks' pay. If you resign, we could work out a little deal for you to walk away. Why am I being fired? We're being taken over, Harv. By whom? I'm not at liberty to divulge that just yet. Are you getting the gate, too? I'll stay on as chief operating officer. Why me, Jim? They want to put in their own man as my backup. Why wasn't I told about this before? Well, the deal might have fallen through at the last minute. Can it still? Not now. <laughs> so I'm out. After 15 years, I'm out. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Sorry? It'd be better if you were loyal. Loyalty is not what business is about. Well, I was hoping we could part without hard feelings. It's 15 years of my life. Do you... Uh, do you know what I gave up for this job? My home, my wife, my my kid, and, and now I'm 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 out just like that. Ah, you'll catch on somewhere else. Jim, I'm not thirty anymore. I don't have those fifteen years to invest all over again. Now let's be sensible about this, Harvey. Jim, this is my company. I'm the one who built it, and it was my brains that made you top guy. I know you're upset. But you do have an exaggerated idea of your importance. You can't run this company without me. Now, Harv, as a friend, I advise you to go somewhere and cool off. Yeah, maybe you had to do it. Maybe you didn't want the new guys to see us together. They'd have caught on. They'd see which one of us has the brains. All right, Harv, that's enough. But you won't get away with it. minute. Harvey. Hello, Carol. May I come in? Well, I was on my way out. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, he can wait. He? Who's he? A man, obviously. You mean, you mean you're, you're, you're going out with, with men? Well, is there any reason why I shouldn't? Uh, No. No, no, I, I guess not. It's just that I thought... You uh, thought I'd just wither away without you. Well, come in. For a little while, anyway. Oh, thank you, Carol. What are you doing all the way out here? Are you squeezing me in between some important appointment? No, no. Oh, you mean this isn't a business trip? No, it isn't. I came here to see you, Carol. You traveled 3,000 miles just to see me? Yeah. And just think, 
while we were married. It was all you could do to find time to travel home cross town from the office. Carol, I lost my job. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry? Is that all you can say? Settle for that, Harvey. Imagine what I could say if I were a vindictive woman. We were taken over. The, the, the company. Yes. The wolves are prowling all about the marketplace. I'm out, Carol. I'm out. I don't have a single shred of evidence, but I'm tempted to wager my immortal soul that Mr. Big Jim Hurley is still in. Right. Put not thy trust in princes. I, I'm sorry. I, I shouldn't have said that. It sounds like I told you so. Carol, you know how I worked for that company? Oh, yes. There is not one manufacturing process I didn't perfect and, and refine. You don't have to convince me. And marketing. I mean, where can you find another guy like me? An engineer who has my insight into selling? Harvey or one of a kind? It's my company. Uh, no, it isn't, and it never was. I just didn't understand it, that's all. And now? You do understand it? <laughs> I learned a great deal this week. What did you learn? I learned that next time I'll never let people like Big Jim Hurley take the credit for my brain work. Oh. And I also learned something else. And what's that? I shouldn't say I learned it. I, I, just, I just forgot it for a while. And what did you forget? Well, I love you, Carol. And I, I, I'm willing to take you back. Are you? Yes, yes, I am. And well, we we can start all over again. Can we? What do you say, huh? No. No. Well, wh why not? Because I don't love you. But you married me. You you must have loved me. I did. I no longer do. Well, then it couldn't have been love. Why not? Because love, true love, lives forever. Only in songs. Only in popular songs. But if you really love... Love is a living thing, Harvey. It's born, and if it isn't tenderly nourished, it dies of neglect. Well, can't, can't we try to, to begin all over again? Why? Because I, I need you. But I don't need you. Yeah, but, but think of Susie. She needs a father. Oh, not anymore. She needs a husband. And I think she's found one. Susie? Little Susie? She's 22. Tw Gee, where has all the time gone? Susie's going to be married? Oh, you'll be invited to the wedding. I do hope you can make it. Well, what kind of thing is that to say? Well, you did miss out on most of the other important things in her life. You were always out of town or at some important meeting. Oh, but I forgot. You'll probably have a great deal of free time on your hands now. Oh, this makes you feel very happy and vindicated, doesn't it? There's no joy in this for me, Harvey. You were the first man I ever loved. Father of the only child I can ever have. You see, you just said you loved me, and love can't die just like that. It didn't die just like that. It was killed... And it was a long, slow and painful killing. A sacrifice to your vanity and, and selfishness. You were the one who wanted the divorce. Are you broke, Harvey? I can let you have some money. I want to help you in any way I can. I know. But you can't help me. Carol, do you, do you know what I wanted out of life? Power, prestige, the top job. And, and you're, you're right. You're right, I sacrificed everything to get them. And now they've been stripped away from me. And you know who took them? Big Jim Hurley, but he won't get away with it. He won't? No. I'll make him pay the price. What price, Harvey? 
What price? What price? I think she knows. After all, what other price can be exact? When you analyze it, there are two basic types of murder. The first are the homicides committed by criminals who must kill in order to achieve an objective. These do not concern us here. The second are the killings by ordinary folk like you and me, who have never done it before, and will never do it again, but who have been provoked beyond all endurance and can see no other way out. We move toward Act Two shortly. This cute new hygienist who cleaned my teeth told me in no uncertain terms how badly stained my teeth were from tobacco. Well, I was thinking about asking her out. But after that, I was just too embarrassed. Topol Smoker's Tooth Polish. A special combination of polishing agents and a rich foaming cleaner formulated to help remove ugly yellow tobacco stains. Topol is gentle enough to be used instead of regular toothpaste. Since I've been using Topol, the tobacco stains just don't build up. Topol. Fluoride in the red package, mint flavor in the blue. Rod, if you saw any more wood, you'll have a backache. It's too late. My back's groaning now. Oh, dear. Well, sit there a minute. I think we have some Doan's pills in the house. That's what I love about you, honey. You think of everything. Good advice. Doan's pills for temporary relief of simple backache pain due to overexertion, stress, or strain. Use only as directed. You're walking like your back feels much better tonight, dear. It sure does, thanks to Doan's pills. I'm even ready to stack that wood now. Start your day right, Chicagoland, with a breakfast of values from Jewel. We've got the good foods you'll want to wake up your family's taste buds, like Hill Farm eggs. Sunny side up, scrambled, poached, or over easy. These grade A favorites can turn your morning meal into something extra special. And through Wednesday, Hill Farm medium eggs are only 59 cents a dozen. Then add a bit of sunshine to your day with whole sun frozen orange juice. Two six-ounce cans are only 88 cents through Wednesday. But don't just shop Jewel for breakfast favorites. Remember, Saturday is Sweetest Day, and your Jewel Floral Shop has a lush variety of plants and flowers to let your sweetheart know just how much you care. For every day or special days, you can count on help from the folks at Jewel. We tend to think that a crime of passion is usually committed for love. Love thwarted, love stolen, or love betrayed. But love is only one of the passions that drive men and women to murder. And not the strongest or the most prevalent either. After all, why was the very first murder committed? Why did Cain kill Abel? In a real sense, human beings will kill in order to protect what has come to be called turf. And turf exists inside as well as out. Turf may also define one's very own psychic boundaries. And it is a rare individual who will not fight for it, even though the battle may be misguided. What is this price, Harvey? Price? Well, you said you'd make Jim Hurley pay the price. Did I? I, uh... I'm sorry I bothered you. 
Sit down. No, 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 no. I have to be going. I'm sorry I didn't get to see Susie. Oh, well, let me call her. Perhaps she can run over. No, no, no. Got a plane to catch. Well, where are you going, Harvey? You, you don't look well. No, I... I just have this headache. Well, you never used to get headaches. <sighs> too much has happened to you too quickly. Nothing has happened to me that I really haven't expected. What are you saying? Deep down in my subconscious, or <laughs> is it my unconscious mind, I... I knew a day like this would arrive. Didn't I, Carol? I don't know, Harvey. Oh, yes, you do. Well, you knew that those whom we create can very well destroy us in the end. <laughs> Maybe they have to. And so Big Jim Hurley, who was nothing but my front man, my, my mouthpiece, has... <sighs> Goodbye, Carol. Thanks for everything. Uh, please, Harvey. If it'll make you feel better... I don't love you anymore, either. I know. That love, it was just another one of my illusions. And now I've killed it. You really shouldn't leave right now. So I only have one more illusion to kill, and then I'll be free. Goodbye, Carol. Harvey! forgotten the sound of my voice? Ah, old buddy, where are you? More important, Jim, old buddy, where are you? Oh, what kind of a question is that? You know where I am, I'm in my office. Yes, yes, you are in your office, true. But you are also somewhere else. No kidding, where? You are also very close to death. Okay, Harvey, tell me the rest. I hope it's funny. No, it's not. But it's to the point. And it says it all. You are close to death, Big Jim Hurley, because I am going to kill you. Yeah? Yes. I am going to kill you. Oh, ah, it's oh, oh I'm sorry. Oh, my. Oh, what I just did. Oh, no. forgive me, sir. Please. Oh, let me help you out. Could you watch where you were going? Oh, my head. Oh, I am so sorry. <laughs> I'm always wandering off in the clouds somewhere. Oh, you're not hurt, are you? No, 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 no. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. Oh, oh you picked up some dust on your coat. Oh, here, now. Let me would brush you, would you off. Please, there please you excuse me. I happen to be in a hurry. Oh, tell me you forgive me for being so, yes. so careless. Yes, fine. I forgive you. I forgive you. Now, please, goodbye. Oh, thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. May I help you? Oh, yes, uh, miss. Uh, when is the next flight to Philadelphia? Oh, that would be flight number six, leaving in 25 minutes. Would you care... Oh. Uh, sir? Oh, what? What? Is something wrong? Uh, no, no, miss. I just I just have this headache. I, I don't understand it. I, I, I never get headaches. <laughs> it's probably the weather. The stewardess will be glad to give you something. Yeah, is, there, uh, is there space on that flight? Uh, just let me check. Will that be first class or tourist? First class? I should think you wouldn't have to ask. Mm, yes, sir. We have seats. Good. How do you wish to pay for your ticket? Oh, my head. What? What did you say? How do you wish to make payment? Well, my secretary takes care of all the... Uh, uh, Miss Raider, would you check with her? <laughs> would you believe that this is the very first time in 20 years that I've had to arrange for my own airline ticket? <laughs> yes, sir. I can believe it. Uh, now, will that be cash, check, or credit card? Oh, no. Let me see. I suppose I... 
Wait. I, sir? My, my, what is it, sir? My wallet. What, what, what happened to my wallet? Your wallet? I always carried it in, in my inside pocket. You and... lost your wallet? No, no, I did not lose my wallet. I don't lose things. I never lose anything. Well, perhaps you forgot to bring I it. I did not forget. I'm the most highly organized person you've ever known in your life. Unfortunately, we do have pickpockets. One of them may... Shall I call for a security officer? Oh, I don't know. I, I just want to get back to Philadelphia. I... I have something very important to do. About payment for your ticket, sir. We could call your office and have them authorize a charge. Uh, yes, yes, that's a good idea, miss. You, you, you do that. You mentioned you had a secretary. Oh, what was her name again, please? Her name? Your secretary's name. Oh, I... I, I don't have a, a secretary anymore. Oh. I, I... I can't remember. For 15 years, she shared my secrets, and, and now I... I can't even remember her name. Well, what's the name of your company? My company is... I don't remember. You don't remember the name of your company? It isn't my company anymore. Don't you understand? Sir, are you ill? No. No. So, suddenly, I, I don't have a headache. Why don't you sit down on that bench over there and just collect your thoughts? Yes. Yes, uh, perhaps I'd, I'd better. Perhaps I'd better. Oh. Uh, hello, security. This is Joan over at Transnational. Uh, there's a very well-dressed gentleman. He's either an old 40 or a young 50. Trench coat, gray suit, white shirt, blue tie, and no hat. I think he's got amnesia. And maybe a pickpocket worked him over, too. For his own good, you better pick him up. Yeah, he's sitting on the bench just... Wait a minute. Where'd he go? Where did he go? You have an exaggerated idea of your own importance. What's to become of me? I'm 61 years old. You better resign. Who are you people? Who are you? Love is a living thing. If it isn't tenderly nourished, it dies of neglect. Sure, I fought for you. You're my friend. Why have you abandoned me? Who are you? So, where you headed, pal? Me? Oh, just anywhere. Listen, you want to get yourself cleaned up, you know what I mean? Like you need a shave. Yeah, yeah, maybe I do. I almost wasn't going to pick you up. What could I do? Leave you stand there in the rain? Oh, I, I want to thank you uh, very much. You know something? You sound like an educated guy to me. Why are you on the bum? Uh, I'm sorry I asked. Just because I give you a ride don't mean you owe me the story of your life. Uh, when's the last time you ate? Oh, I, uh, I don't remember. You don't look like a guy who's been brought down by the booze. I'm sure you ain't a hophead. Was it a dame? I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> but it was a dame. Uh, 
Well, men used to say women are like streetcars. You miss one, there'll be another one along 15 minutes. <laughs> well, I gotta leave you off here, pal. I'm 10 miles away from the garage, and a spotter sees me with a passenger. <laughs> Uh, this joint here at Irma's, she's a nice lady. Runs a lunch counter, grocery store, and a couple of gas pumps. That's a good place to wait for a lift. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Um, wait a minute. Uh, here. What? what what's the... I, no, no, I, I couldn't take that. Why not? For five, five dollars. Well, why are you giving me five dollars? Because you need it. Uh, hop down, Pally. I got a roll. Get yourself some chow. Yeah, but how will I pay you back? Well, just give it to somebody else who needs it. <laughs> Bright in the corner. That'll be 535. What? No, 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 it can't be a... Add it up yourself. Yeah, but I did. It, it comes to exactly $5. five dollars. That's right. Plus 7% tax. Oh, gee. I, I didn't... I just just ordered $5 worth because... Well, $5 is all I got. I was watching you eat. <laughs> that was an awesome sight. I bet you haven't had a bite in days. Here, come on. Try another bowl of chili. Oh. <clears throat> well, you're very kind. What? <laughs> couple of pennies worth of food. Thanks. I, I had no idea people could be so kind to each other. Now, does that mean that you yourself are not a kind person? Well, I don't know what sort of a person I am. Well, you know what they say. Very few of us really know what we are. Yes, but most of us know who we are. You're saying you don't know who you are? Hey, you mean you, you could be one of those... Uh, Amnesia victim? Well, I really don't know why I'm telling you all this, but I don't know who I am. You mean you don't want to know? No, I, I can't remember anything, and I have no way of knowing. My my wallet was, was lost or stolen. I, I have no identification. Well, that stuff's for the movies. You could find out who you are easily enough. Number one, fingerprints. Somewhere along the line, you had to be fingerprinted for something. Well. And, uh, oh, and that's an expensive suit, and it's been roughed up, but it cost a lot of money. Oh, yeah, how'd you know I didn't steal it? Well, it fits you too well. And then, um, your accent. See, you're not from out here, you're from the east. Some expert could probably pinpoint the city. You could really find out who you are if you really wanted to. The question is, do you want to? Nope. Why not? Well, I think if I can't remember who I am, it's because I'd rather not know. Do you think you might have done something... something bad? No. Well, how can you be sure? Well, I think it's... I think it's because I'm afraid of what it is that I'm going to do. What could that be? I think it's because I know I'm going to kill somebody. <laughs> One of the basic reasons why people get amnesia. Faced with an intolerable situation and unable to handle it, many of us simply tune out. When the world becomes unbearable, there are those who just leave it and retreat into another world. A private world of their very own. A world that you and I shall explore shortly in Act Three. Come to the wide, westy house holiday. 
Right now, your participating White Westinghouse dealer has a special cash and dash offer on selected front load washers. Get a $25 cash refund and $25 worth of dash detergent coupons with your purchase. Plus, during his holiday festival, he's offering big savings on the full line of White Westinghouse appliances. So see him today. White Westinghouse, we're making things better for you. I'm Lorette Rupi, Director of Peace Corps. In 60 countries around the world, Peace Corps volunteers are sharing their skills and knowledge with people who really need them. But we need more volunteers, and we need them now. Volunteers are urgently needed in agriculture, math, science, and biology. Call Peace Corps now for more information. 800-424-8580. It's the toughest job you'll ever love. This is Chicago WBBM News Radio 78. Nobody brings you the sweet taste of summer like Eagle. We carefully select all of our produce so that you know that you're choosing from only the finest, freshest fruits and vegetables available. Choose from cantaloupe, corn, pears, peaches, grapes, green beans, broccoli, mushrooms, and more. The time is ripe to compare farm-fresh produce at Eagle. Every day it's savings day at Eagle. The following is a paid political announcement. Politicians treat tax dollars like paper blowing in the wind. Isn't it time somebody took better care of our money? I'm John Daly. As your state treasurer, my first job will be to safeguard and protect our money. In working together, we'll put a constitutional limit on taxes. No more tax dollars blowing in the wind. For new leadership to take better care of our money, elect John Daly, state treasurer. Preceding political announcement paid for Citizens for John Daly, Sam Vincent, chairman. It was Mr. Kipling who said, More men are killed by overwork than the importance of the world justifies. Others are stripped bare of all the things they once held dear. Still others are driven to madness. In a sense, all three have happened to our central character. First, as Harvey Talbot, he is already dead in his own memory. Second, he has lost everything he owns and everyone he loved. And third, it was all because of a fit of madness that surged through his soul on one bad day. You're gonna kill somebody? Yeah. The real me wants to kill somebody. The real you? <laughs> but there's more than one you. There's the you that you don't know about back east somewhere. And there's also a you that's sitting here talking to me. Does this you want to kill somebody? <sighs> no. Well, then how do you know that this one isn't the real you? I don't know anything. Oh, oh, excuse me. I think somebody wants some gas. Uh, with you in a minute, would you just pull up to the pump? I can't. What's the matter? My car won't go. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, we, we don't have a mechanic. We just sell gas. Hey, uh, just, just a minute. May, maybe I can help. Go ahead. Start it. You mean it'll go now? Yeah, try it. Well... Why do I owe you? <laughs> Ask the boss. Oh, it's on the house. Have a nice day now. Thank you. Well, what was it? That was nothing. Oh, it had to be something. Oh, there's a wire that connects the distributor to the coil. It just came loose. Distributor? Coil? <laughs> to me, those are just words. 
You seem to know something about them. Yep, I know everything about them. Could it be that you're an automobile mechanic? Huh. Well, I just I just know where everything belongs and what it does. Well, at least you won't starve. You have a trade. Yeah. But now I have to find a job. Hey, would, would you like to work for me? But you saw I could use a mechanic. How'd it go today? Oh, pretty good. We're starting to build a little repair business here, you know. I may have to give you a partnership. Well, I'd rather work for wages. Well, we haven't really talked about wages. You know, I think it's time... Oh, you're giving me room and board. Oh, come on. Well, whatever you think is fair. What kind of talk is that? Well, I'm just not ambitious. Well, you're not lazy either. I see you out there. No, I mean, I I mean, somehow I'm, I'm not ambitious to get anywhere. I just want to take it easy. It's so good to, to just relax. Relax? <laughs> well, you're on the go all day. Yeah, yeah, but but it's different. Different from what? I don't know. It just, just feels different from, from what I've always been doing. And what have you always been doing? I don't know. You could find out. Yeah, but I don't want to find out. What's that noise? I don't hear any noise. Yeah, in, in your refrigerator. Oh. Sounds, sounds like a worn bearing in the fan motor. Here, uh... Let me take a look. Hey, do, do you fix refrigerators, too? <laughs> I have an idea. I could fix anything. How does it sound now? Well, <laughs> I guess it sounds better. Yeah, it'll work better, too. You want to know something? I don't think you were a refrigerator repairman. And I don't think you're an auto mechanic either. No, why not? Because I look at your hands. Yeah, what about my hands? They're not the hands of a working man. They're they're very smooth and they're soft. You see no rough spots, no calluses. Yeah, but how do you account for the fact that I can fix anything that has moving or, or, or electrical parts? I have an idea. You were the kind of man who designed them. You, you're an engineer. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. How do you know? That word. Engineer. That hit a nerve. Please, Irma, don't do that again. Don't do what? Don't try to discover who I am. Right now, it's a closed door, and every time you figure out something about me, you start to push that door open. I want it kept shut. I want to lock that door and throw away the key. Okay. The world's loss is my gain. soft light of a full moon, wondering about the stars. I wonder who you really are. I don't even know your name. Is it important? Yes, everyone has to have a name. So, I shall give you one. It should be something that, um, that describes you. Now, what do you do? You, um, you fix things. No, 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 I don't think so. That just doesn't sound right. No, but it's accurate. Well, it could also be said that you're um, a healer. Oh, yeah? What do I heal? Well, a doctor heals sick people. You heal sick things. Therefore, I shall call you Jason. That's the Greek name for healer. You know Greek? Mm-hmm. Greek, Latin, Hebrew, Sanskrit. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I was a classical scholar. Graduated with honors. But the only job I could get was in a department store. <laughs> and then my uncle died, and he left me this place. I came, I saw the country, and I was conquered. 
Well, I see what you mean about this country. There's so much peace and quiet. Mm. Some folks think there's too much. No, I think you can never have too much. I hear what those motorists are passing through say. Uh, to them, it's just boring, scrubby desert. To me, it's the Garden of Eden. Hey, hey you got a gun. Don't move. What? what? <sighs> the Garden of Eden, complete with snake. Look. Huh. Mm-hmm. Rattlers all around. Yes. Mostly by day to keep out of your way. <laughs> They're more frightened than you are. Oh, oh, you really think so? Mm -hmm. But at night, when you can't see them, you just might step on one. Oh, poor creature. See, I, I think they actually want to be friendly. Oh, oh, is that a fact? Well, it's just that they don't know how to go about it. Oh, well, um, anyhow, I must Listen, thank you. Listen, you shouldn't go walking in the desert at night, you know. And if you do, carry this forty-four. It belonged to my Uncle Ned. Oh, thanks. Um, wh wh what's that name you just gave me? Jason. Oh, yes, Jason. Uh, the healer. Uh -huh. You know something? I, li I like it. <laughs> yeah, I like it better than the other one I had. How do you know what that name was? Well, it doesn't matter. You know, I know, I'm sure that I didn't like anything at all in, in that old life, whereas... Here, I... I like everything, and... And? And... Everybody. Quiet out there. Yeah. Just the way I like it. Peaceful. Nobody coming at you. Now, what does that mean? Nobody coming at you. Huh? Or was everybody... Coming at you? Well, I suppose so. Hey, let's let's not talk about that now. All right, what shall we talk about? Well, we're always talking about me. Let's let's talk about you. Well, yes, but you're the man of mystery. Oh, everybody's a mystery. Oh, especially you. And look at yourself in the mirror. Now, what you see is someone who has been hiding inside of someone else. And then suddenly, one day, for some reason, you came out. And you left that someone else behind. Yeah. I hope we never find each other. Yeah, but suppose... Yeah? All right. Now, suppose you had done something. Wrong? Criminal? Yes. Hmm. Would it matter to you? No. No, it wouldn't matter, Jason. It wouldn't matter. Uh-oh. Uh oh, somebody wants some gas. Oh, Wow, what a car. It's one of those imported from Italy. That, that's a Mariotti. Yes. Yes, I remember. We sold them the electronic fuel injection system. What? I designed it. It was a special order. What are you saying? There wasn't much money in it, but we did it for the prestige. What did you design? I, I, I'm not sure. That door, that door is, is, is opening a little. I, I see a huge... Office and it. Oh, it's gone. She's in a hurry, that one. Yeah, she she looks familiar. Why does she look familiar? Maybe I better go pump the gas for her. No, no, it's all right. I'll do it. Uh, Jason. Yeah, yeah. What is it? Nothing, nothing. I'm, I'm frightened. But what? I, I don't know. It's okay. It's okay. I'll be right back. Uh, yes, ma'am. Fill it up, please. It's you. It can't be you. What? Well, uh, who, who are you? You don't know me. Ah, my head. What? What's happening to my head? Is this what became of you? 
I must say, you never looked this good. You, you know me, but why, why don't I know you? Most people wouldn't know me anymore. For years, I invested my money in stocks and bonds. And then after you were forced out, I decided to invest my money in me. Well, how do you like Doreen Raider now? Raider? You're Miss Raider. Mr. Talbot, you, you look ill. I have this terrible headache. Will you do something for me? Would you give me a lift to the airport? Where are you going? I have to do something. What? I have to get rid of this headache. Well, that gun? Well, why are you taking that gun? I have to kill a snake. What do you mean you have to kill a snake? That's how I'm going to get rid of this headache. Well, who is that I woman? I have to go. Please, Jason. My name is not Jason. It's Harvey. Harvey Talbot. Please, tell me. Right now, I can't tell you anything. Will, will you be back? Yes, I, I don't know. I... I only know I have to kill a snake. Yes? Mr. Hurley in? I'm Jim Hurley. You? You're Big Jim? You can't be. I'm James Hurley. Yes. Yes, you are. Gosh, it's only been two years. What's happened to you? Who are you? Who are you? You don't know me, Jim? Well, you can't be pasty-faced Harvey Talbot. Come in, come in. Where have you been? You, you look great. Don't you know why I'm here, Jim? I'm here to kill you. I know why you're here. You've come in answer to my... Now, Harvey, don't laugh when I say this. But you came because I prayed. Prayed? <laughs> what a strange word for you, Jim. I prayed you'd come. Harvey, I need you. You are right. I can't run the place without you. There are too many questions I can't answer. Oh, is that so? They're closing in on me. I, I, I have to come up with some answers. I need some great new programs. I've had four losing quarters in a row. They're getting restless. Help me. Help you? Here, sit down. Put the old thinking cap on just like in the old days. I'll work out a great deal for you. Oh, will you? You'll have to be kept in the background, naturally, but I'll make it worth your while. I came here to kill you. I mean, that's what I felt I had to do the day you told me I was finished. Oh, that was a bad day for me, too. But this is worse. If you don't help me find a way out, I'm finished. You've got to save me. You can fix anything. Harvey, you can take over my job. Think of it, Harvey. You'll be chief operating officer. It's what you always wanted. Is that what I always wanted? You can make a million bucks a year. The sky's the limit. That's what you want, I know. Just save me and it's yours. No, Jim. No. You know what I want? Two gas pumps and a repair shed attached to a coffee shop and a, and a country store in the middle of the Mojave Desert. You're crazy, Harvey. <laughs> Maybe. And the name isn't Harvey. Call me Jason. Jason the Healer. The first person I healed was myself.
Did he go back to Irma and the little oasis in the desert? Yes, I can tell you he did. And was he happy there with her forever after? I have no way of knowing that at this point. In ten years or even sooner, will he tire of the heat and the rattlesnakes and the sameness of every day? Will he yearn once again for the battle of the big bucks? If he does, that will make another story. I'll be back shortly. This is Roy Scheider. I was struck by the fact that almost two million living Americans have been saved from cancer. I have to admit I've always thought of cancer as a pretty hopeless disease. But the fact that nearly two million people have been saved made me realize that if the disease should hit me, I'd have a fighting chance. The important thing is to catch it early, before it begins to spread. That's when it's most curable. And the way to catch it early, as the American Cancer Society points out, is with regular health checkups and by knowing the warning signals. Consider that a reminder, okay? And those two million people saved from cancer are a reminder of something else, too. They're living proof that our contributions count. Help save more. Please give generously when your American Cancer Society volunteer calls. Remember, cancer can be beat. This has been a story about work. I think that the true meaning of work has been summed up in a poem by a Mr. Kenyon Cox, written almost a hundred years ago. Work thou for pleasure, paint, sing, or crave. Who works for glory often misses the goal. Who works for money, coins his very soul. But work for the work's sake, and then it may be that all these good things shall be added to thee. Our cast included Paul Hecht, Carol Titel, Joyce Gordon, and Court Benson. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. And now, a preview of our next tale. I just can't believe it's real. Well, how can you believe it's real when you know that it came right out of my hand? Yes, but... Uh, a thing like this, even though you know it isn't real, you you should want to believe it's real. Just just picture it, Bernice. This dark, shadowy, demon-filled desert. And there in this secret grove is a shrine. Every maiden who wants her true love to come to her must make her way to this enchanted place wherein dwells the spirit of love. If she finds favor in the eyes of the spirit, he anoints her with the essence of this perfume. Well... Mm, it's a good beginning, but, uh... But what? You're not all the way there. Maybe you need some help. Radio Mystery Theater was sponsored in part by White Westinghouse Appliance Company. This is Tommy Grimes, inviting you to return to our Mystery Theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time. Pleasant
The name is Beverly. No, this Beverly is not a girl. It's a factory-approved auto tune-up shop established 20 years ago. Beverly Auto Tune-Up Service in Oak Lawn, Illinois is at 4545 West 91st Street. That's two blocks east of Cicero Avenue. And the phone number is 636-0808. Beverly says when you buy your next car, don't forget to find out if the car is easy or difficult to maintain and repair. If you can't determine this by yourself, ask your favorite mechanic. Serviceability, which is more important than looks, can determine whether you'll be pleased or unhappy with your next car. There are many car owners who are completely disappointed with their cars because of the expense and inconvenience resulting from bad serviceability. Some cars are absolutely ridiculous, but some cars are a mechanic's dream. Why not put Beverly's name and number in your little black book, Beverly Auto Tune-Up Service at 4545 West 91st Street, Oak Lawn, Illinois. Tune-ups are $59 for 8-cylinder, $56 for 6-cylinder, and $54 for 4-cylinder. Call 636-0808. That's 636-0808. This is Spectrum. Personal opinion on issues of public interest from six different viewpoints. Now, one of those perspectives. I'm Ann Taylor Fleming. There is scarcely a person, I imagine, who can reach right now for a capsule of anything, not just Tylenol, without a twinge of fear, a premonition of poison. Those deaths from those tampered-with pills are certainly horrifying, all the more so because such a death could seemingly have come to any of us. Yet I cannot help but be bemused, if saddened, by the hue and cry over the Tylenol deaths and the continuing lack of hue and cry over handgun deaths. After all, a handful of people died from ingesting those poisoned pills. But in this country each year, 20,000 people are killed by handguns. Those deaths can be counted on year in and year out. America has a homicide rate ten times that of any other modern Western nation. Yet for whatever lingering frontier ethic, we remain reluctant to take any real measures to disarm ourselves. The statistics just don't seem to penetrate. Americans have a deeply held belief that they have a right to protect themselves. But handguns are not instruments for protection. They're instruments for murder. The fact is that a handgun in the house is six times more likely to kill a member of that household than any intruder. In other words, we're not killing criminals, we're killing each other. Yet every time a serious handgun control measure gets on a ballot somewhere, the National Rifle Association and the various gun manufacturers are able to play on our fears of being disarmed and to rally huge sums to defeat the measure. That's going on right now in California, where a proposition which would enact one of the toughest handgun registration laws in the country, a proposition 64% of the people said in April that they favored, where that proposition now looks as if it might be headed for defeat on Election Day. To turn the tide, the pro-gun people were able to raise $3.2 million, three times more than their pro-proposition opponents. And if this proposition fails to pass as it might, it seems to me that those who raise such handsome sums to defeat it ought to be made to raise a little more money to pay for all the unnecessary funerals their efforts will have assured. I'm Ann Taylor Fleming for Spectrum. Six personal opinions on Spectrum. Views not necessarily those of this station or the CBS radio network.